The Sunday Sit-Down on Algoa FM. There we go. Felix Jane teaming up with Zoe Weiss for a song called Do It Better. Um, Brett Atkins, does that microphone work? I hope oh, so. Yes. I hope so. I got it right. <laughs> Technically challenged Barbie. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> pulled, First time. pulled the rabbit out of the hat. Nice one. Yep. Uh, welcome back to Algoa House. It's Thank been you. many a year. Many, many a year. And you haven't been to this one, right? And I haven't. And it's, I must say, I'm really impressed. You've got this beautiful view of the valley. Yeah. And it's really impressive inside. It's a, a lovely studio. You made a good point, though. Um, if if uh, history had turned out slightly differently and uh, Newspaper House was still in the Balkans yes. Valley and this yes. building was in the Balkans yeah. Valley, you could have walked to me for the big screen movie guide all those years ago. Exactly, we'd be neighbours. <laughs> Probably would, wouldn't, wouldn't have walked because petrol was cheap then. Yes. Um. <laughs> and of course, the great irony is that uh, Newspaper House as such is now at the atrium where, where Algoa was where when Algoa we privatised. So it's been a sort of musical chair, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I am... Uh, I don't want to say I'm slightly remiss. You're one of the people I do know well enough to not to want to Google, but I also realize that I don't know enough about what you've been doing that recently that I I shouldn't have. Um, so I, I still didn't, um, but I think in the interests of, of uh, time more than anything else, we should probably fast track um, uh, the life of Brett. Yes. <laughs> it's like the life of Brian um, with, with this... Actually, no, probably with more swearing, uh, because I've been featured prominently. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are you from originally? East London. Why did I think that wasn't the case? Yeah, uh, for no. some reason, I think Joburg, yeah. Joburg, Joburg. Born okay. and bred in East London. Lived in Joburg and yes. lived in Cape Town, but um, the, my origins are East London. And, of course, uh, we share an album. Well, not really an album, I went to Dale College, so did you, but yes. not until... Yeah. Uh, not through to matric. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I, le- I left at the end of standard seven. Yes. That's grade nine. Uh, <laughs> I hate doing that conversion because immediately it 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 dates you. You always and you always think twice. Have I got the? Have I got the, it right now? The, yeah, the, the right, right way. way. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is uh, Rochelle Bloom, who works on the afternoon drive with uh, Roland, and of course does uh, Saturday lunch. Was at school when that changed. Okay. So, she, so she's had standards and grades. So it's, she says it's, it's particularly confusing for her. So I, I, I can imagine. Um, so you, did you study journalism? Surely I didn't. I, in fact, I did a course with uh, what was then South African Associated Newspapers, whereby you spent six months on all their newspapers. And in those days, those papers belonged to a, a group. They were all the morning papers. So it was the Natal Mercurini in Durban, the Daily Dispatch in East London, Cape Times in Cape Town, and the Sunday Times, and of course the Herald in in what was then Port Elizabeth. Yeah, <laughs> we just call it GQ now, yeah. which is short for Gebrekte. <laughs> so I, I spent six months on various newspapers, and that's how I got my training. Because, that uh, must have been a spectacular learning curve. It was, uh, because um, every newspaper is different. They all have different uh, you know, sort yeah, of and operations. And in, in the pre-woke era, it was fit in or... Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> We're not here for your delicate sensibilities. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, then you, you spent some time in journalism. When, right. when did you pop into radio? That was when I was at the SABC. I actually uh, left the Herald and managed to get a job with Roy Williams. Yeah. Um, uh, well, actually, he recommended me for a job in Johannesburg. And uh, um, it was Radio Today's That's correspondent. Right. In in uh, in uh, GQ, yeah, and uh, then it was 
into Joburg as a producer of radio today. And then... What was the lady, the famous lady's name? B. Reed. B. Reed. Yes. Oh. She had this beautiful voice. Yes, she really did. And of course, um, she had this incredibly calm demeanor on air, but off air. <laughs> and as her producer, she would say things like, you know, and that was Keith Chalkley in London. And now we cross to Mike Kellerman in Washington. And then... Mike's off. Mike's off. And... Brett, I told you before, <laughs> this is ridiculous. You must have that lined up, and you must have that lined up. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> right. And and for how long did you do that? For it, me, it, 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 was, it was very successful and long-running, no? Yes, yes. I, I, I was with the SABC for about eight years, and then, of course, yeah. I got transferred back here and um, because they needed somebody uh, based here. And that's when I got involved in Algoa because yeah. those were Algoa's early, early days. Yeah. Uh, Radio Algoa as it was then. Yes, and then briefly Algoa yeah. Stereo, then Radio Algoa again. Yes, and I think that's when we met because I was reading the news. That's right. Uh, I was doing uh, the morning yeah. news, the 730, 7.30 bulletin. And then when there was a, a, a programming shake-up in um, late 96, early 97, I, I ended up hosting, what was it? It was Afternoon Drive. Correct. Um, yeah, three, three to, it was 3 to 6 then, not 3 yes. to 7 as it is now. Yes. Um, and, and we um, had the big screen movie guides Wonderful. With, with Brett Atkins. <laughs> it was one of my best things. I looked so forward to that every week. It was only five minutes, yeah. a five-minute slot. But that would have been a challenge in itself. Yes. To, you know, to do justice yeah. to, to what you'd seen and what was new. Which is why we introduced the two-word review. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. You are reminding me of so many things. That was, yeah, that, <laughs> that, yeah, was, that was a was challenge. Mm. <laughs> uh, but then you didn't leave. Um, <laughs> you ended up becoming producer of The Breakfast Show with Martin Bester. That's right, yes. So I had, I had two jobs. I was doing that in the morning, very early in the morning, yes. getting up at five. And then doing the the, uh, the big breakfast with Martin and Caroline, yeah. and then of course going to work for another nine or ten hours at the Herald. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I did it for two years. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that includes one of, one of bar none um, of of my favorite, favorite, favorite. Not only moments, but pictures that that encapsulates that moment <laughs> entirely. Uh, the picture relating to the on air wedding. Yes, where we had Martin in a tux. That's right. Um, Carol Ann in a wedding dress. <laughs> Yes. Um, possibly only for the third time in her life. Um, <laughs> and you presiding as the yes. the minister, minister. who is the right amount of authoritative and creepy. I, yes. I suspect yes. it's the best way to I kind of it. Uh, remember it being almost rocky horror. Y yes. Stylish. Y yes. yes. You know. <laughs> and that, that was, of course, the occasion of South Africa's first yes. on radio wedding. That's that, correct. That, That's um, correct. I'll go handled. And I had a pair of spectacles on. Those were just fake. These are real ones. <laughs> These are real ones. That's that's how things no, have changed. I, 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 joked, I, I joked about that because um, last Sunday I was kind of sitting, kind of wrapping up, and KC walked in and he had glasses on, and I thought, sure, he doesn't wear glasses. Does he have? <laughs> does he wear contacts the rest of the time? And he looked a little grumpy, and I was like, what's the deal? He's got yes. glasses now. So I said, ah, oh, welcome. You are joining the Brilla and Pillar Brigade. <laughs> you know, those people who, who, who tell you where it hurts and how badly they yes, slept. Yes, <laughs> The only re reason I realized I needed them was when I was doing uh, Shakespeare 
in the in the park yes. and uh, I was doing Richard the Third and I was playing the lead and I suddenly realized you know I can't I can't learn these lines because I can't see them <laughs> <laughs> somewhat of a problem I think I think you'll admit so yeah that, that reminds me that that was another big 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 chunk of your life yes. is is um, amateur theater yeah and again the, the term particularly in, in this part of the world amateur is misleading oh totally amateur in this case means you did it Yes. Because you loved it. Yes. Amateur means you didn't get paid. It didn't yeah. mean it, it was, was a half-hearted or exactly a lackluster the, effort. No, they, exactly. The thing is, the, the, the city didn't have its own pro, uh, professional drama company. It, uh, KPAB was supposed to look after, uh, you know, the, perform, the performing arts here, but it, it never really could get a foothold because, you know, you know KPAB was Cape Town-based. So... Uh, KPAB didn't really, they brought one production maybe two a year. So it was up to PE thespians uh, to actually get on with it and do an incredibly good job, as uh, late Helen Mann did, and oh, wow. various people like Noel Morgan, and uh, wonderful directors who were professional beyond yeah. a, a standard of professionalism that you get even in Johannesburg and Cape Town today. Yeah, I, I remember watching Angela Gabato direct yes. with a cordless mic from, from inside the audience, or from in the auditorium, obviously, yes. doing a rehearsal. Yes. And he, he also didn't mind putting in a harsh no, word if, if exactly. you weren't doing the thing as the thing needed yes. to, to, to be done. Discipline, discipline, discipline. So it was, you're quite right, it wasn't amateur as, in that sense at all. No. Do you have a favorite from, from the roles that you played? Oh, I would say um, there were there were two. There was Richard, which is an incredible. Oh. Role. You know, you you're basically on stage for three and a half hours or three hours. You don't think of it like I that, think, but yes. And there's only one scene that he's not in, mm. and of course he murders almost everyone in the cast. <laughs> and <laughs> do you know who played the one of the young princes who I actually murder mm. murdered yes. was uh, Brendan Peel. Yeah. He's doing so well for himself with, these days. With, and he was with a young, his magic career, yeah. yeah. He was a young prince in, in Richard III. The other role was Malvolio in Twelfth Night, okay. which is a, a lovely role to play because it, you, it's, you know, it's comedy at its best. And uh, So, yeah, Twelfth Night and uh, Richard III were different favorites. Yeah. Um, so all, all of those things that we've spoken about up until now eventually did drive you to drink. And yes. then you started writing The City Slicker That's to, right. to I commemorate no, that. I had fact. no choice. <laughs> <laughs> so many things <laughs> drove us all to drink. But, um, yeah, so The City Slicker, uh, to, for somebody who might not know, but I see a couple of people have already referred to it um, yes. in, in the messages that have been sent. Unfortunately, it's, it's been my legacy to it. I never intended <laughs> yeah. that. I never intended that. But it was simply because we were doing restaurant reviews at the time and I realized there was a growing number in those days also this was the mid 90s of independent pubs most pubs were in hotels in fact it was very difficult for a a place to get a a liquor license unless they were in a hotel but that's what that was changing I realized it was important to review pubs just as much as it was restaurants because it was also the the start of the era of the so-called gastro pub this um, where, where, where food Yes. It wasn't now just fried stuff that you hauled yeah. out of the freezer. Yes. There was actually an effort being made to up the level yes, of food. Indeed, it was the start of the craft beer yes. uh, revolution as well. Yes, yes. And, uh, and yeah, and the the the, the 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 drinks played just as important part as important a part as uh, as the food. Yeah. yeah, and dances with slicks. 
Um, yes. <laughs> is still around, I see. Well, you see. <laughs> Passing forward to. Fast forward. Um, I just want to talk very quickly. Yeah. Um, Dances with Slicks is um, a, a friend of Brett's, also called Charles. So whenever we were all in the same place, it got confusing because yes. so few people are called Charles that yeah. we're almost arrogant about it. You know that if someone says Charles, they can only be talking to you. Yes. When there's two of you, you both get yes. annoyed because if someone <laughs> says Charles, you don't know which one. Yeah. And now see. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, your friend, uh, Charles Barnard, who yes. has resurfaced now. But let's talk very quickly about lockdown. Okay. I read to my horror that you started eating better. I did, which I couldn't believe. Because Out of self-defense. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a bachelor through and through and takeaways were my thing. And uh, of course, you, you couldn't get anything. I, you know, it was no. crazy. So I had to start cooking. And uh, it was yeah, a learning curve, <laughs> second to none. <laughs> so, so, so what, what is your now signature dish from this time? I do a very good roast. Cool. Um, I, I love a good roast lamb. And I do uh, um, pasta, a lot of pasta. I, I love pasta. And, uh, yeah, but my, my grandmother actually used to do lovely roasts. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do this cooking thing, uh. I may as well do what I remember, comfort food as a child. These lovely roasts with you know, crisp roast potatoes and loads of vegetables. So I thought, well, I'm going to do this, and then I've got enough food for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that completely. Um, how are you on a Yorkshire pudding? Any good? No, I'm not. Uh, but I love Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> I haven't actually tried it yet. So I must okay. actually. Is it quite simple? You would know. It's, it's pancake batter. The yes. secret. The secret is getting the the preheated pan you're making it in, yes. or, or giant muffin container. Yeah. In the oven, super, super, super hot with um, lard in it. Okay. Getting it out, getting the pancake batter in, yeah. and getting it back in before okay. either the oven or the container that you're going to bake yes. it in cool down significantly. Okay. Because you want it to puff. Okay, so it is tricky. <laughs> it I, I, is tricky. I imagined. I imagined as but, much. But um, my mommy darling has gotten it right, so I don't. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't, for as long as we have her, I don't need to know. <laughs> I don't need to perfect that. Yes. Uh, for, for instance. So, uh, fast forward to um, kind of post-lockdown times, and um, your friend Charles is back, so yes. that the two of you can collaborate and be two damn fools. Yeah. And we are these YouTubers. Now, if you told me 10 years ago that I was going to be a YouTuber one day, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, and now, don't a, be silly. I'm a traditional newspaper, print newspaper guy. But yeah, this was an idea we had many years back uh, about, um, because... Uh, Charles' family has farms in the Karoo, and drought in the Willowmore area has always been a huge challenge uh, for many, many years and continues to be. And uh, this was a thing that we thought one day we could actually talk about doing something. We weren't sure what format it would take, but about the dance, because we wanted to do something fun. So a, a travel log kind of thing, mm. camping, we always enjoyed going out. But, uh, but, but with an obvious infotainment yes, aspect. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. mixing the fun, mixing the information about the camping site we were visiting at, at a dam, and then you know, bringing in all the issues that that particular dam was facing, be it drought, be it pollution, or whatever. What we found after the first episode or two were, were, were um, posted on YouTube is that other camping sites actually came and said, can't you actually make this a, a broader thing? Does it have oh. to always be dams? What we were trying to do is say, well, there's an alternative to going to the seaside. 
true. You know, for a lot of upcountry folk, you've actually, you don't have to drive to Durban from Joburg. You don't have to, you know, go to the beach. Mm. There are lots of resorts at dams which have lovely water features. And, of course, by doing that, we're, we're hoping to highlight the, 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 the plight of many of those dams. And so Charles actually came up with the idea of two dam fools. Yeah. And, of course, it's, the dam is not the naughty dam. It's, it's, the, it's one the one with the end. It's <laughs> <laughs> one without the end. And, uh, yeah, we've, had, uh, we've, we've uh, put together six episodes. The, the sixth episode was just posted uh, about two weeks ago. And uh, we've been to six provinces – and we've had incredible feedback. Um, the, the, the first episodes, uh, it's only been up for about a year. It's well over 1,100 views, and the others are climbing. Nice. And we get a lot of uh, great feedback. Cool. I, I, I read the, the quick summary on that. And I would, would pay money for the uncensored version yes. and for the outtakes, <laughs> and for the stuff that doesn't end oh, up in the final oh, product. Because get, Gets Lost, the yes. summary is, seems to get, get sure. lost often, burn things, yes. find wildlife where you didn't want to find indeed, wildlife, indeed. and find the kind of wildlife you didn't ever think you were going to encounter. Exa- exactly. Uh, what is it? Well-disguised crocodiles. Yes. As, <laughs> and, sna- and snakes. <laughs> popping out of the water snakes, as you're about Snakes to in a river. I mean, uh, wow. So, and this is where we return to one of my favorite throwaway lines that I think was coined possibly originally by Martin um, at, at the time that you, you and he were housemates, is um, my idea of roughing it is a hotel with bad room service. <laughs> yes, <I know. laughs> Well, you see, when we started out, we did the roughing it thing. And then yeah. eventually I said to Shaul and other people who were assisting us. Glamping people. Glamping, glamping, <laughs> let's go glamping. Yeah, <laughs> then, rather. Yes. Wow. But of course, we always try out the various options and we uh, we try and find places i mean we've done a lot of mainstream to coin a phrase uh, 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 <laughs> no pun intended. but yeah. uh, we found for example an, an amazing spot in the cape uh, in the kzn midlands called vatahook which is hidden away beautiful another place in limpopo um a loskop lodge also, where the, where there are crocodiles, but very mild-mannered ones. Just, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> but it's lovely because all these places have something different to offer, yeah. and they are, you know, they're family-friendly, and they, but they offer adventures, canopy tours. So there's something for everybody, you know, if you want, you know, extreme sports. Or if you want a quiet family holiday, especially like in the Drakensberg, where you'll have dedicated children's area with, with caretakers so that the parents and, you know, can do their own thing, the children can do their own thing. So the idea was to really explore these places and provide as much information about them as possible. Love, 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 love. Well, uh, we will keep following the two damn fools. And uh, as is always the case, we have overrun so spectacularly time-wise that my boss is probably getting ready to Apologies. to message me. My fault, my fault, uh, my fault. <laughs> but this is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful catch-up chat. Thank you so much for, for making some time. And thank you for the invitation. Um, it, it, it is an absolute pleasure. Um, this will be podcast tomorrow, and you can go back and re- re-listen it, and you can ask all, all the people who watch Two Damn Fools to go and do the same. Indeed. Thank you so much, Charles. Thanks. Your digital library experience. Podcasts from algoafm.co.za.